Hi, this is Sean. I'm Liv. And welcome to... Your guess is as good as mine. Yeah. Hey, we actually introed that one correctly. Wow. Our, um, we just recorded last, um, which is our, another one of our podcasts, and we did not do that correctly at all. No, um, not at all. At least you guys know our names now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Hi. Hey, guys. So, we are talking today about language. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get into that, do you have any fun stories from the week from, from the baby? Mm, I'm trying to think. I mean, he's he's got a lot going on now. He started walking. Yeah, he started walking. So, he's he's like... He's testing out a lot of things, but he's... Testing is a very, very um, accurate word. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, he's definitely got a lot of... He started screaming. Yeah. Just into the abyss. Just, ah! Yeah. And he's not really necessarily mad. He's just screaming. Yeah. Um, Testing out his lungs. Yes. So it's, you know, no matter what you do, it doesn't matter. You walk away for like two seconds, scream. You sit there for two seconds, scream. It's just, it's... He's, it's because he's so smart that he can't communicate what he wants. So the only thing he knows to do is to scream. Yeah. Um, because no. he wants something. But sometimes he doesn't. I have a video of him the other day of him just standing in front of his gate just, ah! He was out of his gate. He wasn't facing me. He had nothing to do with me. Yeah. Just, ah! Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he just He just wants to let the world know that he's there. Yes. So he's gonna do it one way or another. Yeah. But oh, your friend sent the um, jersey. Oh uh, yeah, I was excited about that. I got you know he got his first um, jersey for one of my teams, the Nashville Predators, the hockey team. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was real excited about that. Shout out to Josh. Um, it was uh, unexpected for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. we knew the gift was coming, um, but you we didn't, didn't know what we it didn't was. know what it was. I had a feeling it was gonna be something like different i didn't think it was gonna be something like baby like related you know mm-hmm. what I mean? like you know what i mean like typical right. baby related i thought it was, i knew it was gonna be something interesting right so when you opened it up i was i wasn't shocked that it was something like different than what we expected right uh and it's something he'll be able to wear for a couple of years yeah. so um it fits him perfect yeah so we're excited about that um i don't know i mean he's just he's he's just always trying to figure things out Yes. He's he's always got something going on in that little head of his. Yeah, big head. Little big head, yeah. He's ridiculous. So. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So when we talk language, um, I guess when 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 that's said, it's like language when you're talking to children. What is what are your first thoughts when it comes to that? Like if somebody were to say, "What is your language with kids?" Um, I guess, like, how, like, the tone, like, the way that you speak to a kid, like, how it can, how basically, like, different ways that you speak to a child can kind of, um... Set the tone. Yeah, yeah, iterate what you're trying to get across and, and can really, um, establish how you should be taking, how serious you should be taking this conversation. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely that. I think there's other things that go in that go into it as well um language affects so much of a child's 
cognitive abilities, yeah. um, emotional regularity. Um, really, it affects uh, affects a lot uh, their uh, independence, um, that type of thing. But I had you watch a TED talk, which I will link in the show notes um, about language, that mentions how people use language differently in other cultures and in other right. ways. Um, I just to kind of, do you want to recap that um, video, maybe? Um, well, so I, I feel bad. I, I can't remember her name. It's okay. I'll look it uh, um, but, you know, we'll put, like we said, we'll put it in there. But basically, she, she gave an example about a tribe that um, in, it was in Africa. Australia. Australia. Uh, I knew it started with an A. I couldn't remember <laughs> where. Um, it was an Aboriginal um, tribe that, uh, instead of using left and right, they used like cardinal directions. Yes. So like you know, if you were saying like, yeah, like if like if you're talking about like your left, they wouldn't say your left foot. They'd say like your your southwest leg or like yes. you know something like that. And so um, it was like talking about how when you um, said hi to the person you would say what direction you're going and then that would start the conversation. Right. So like it was just weird how like she basically talked about how just because that's how they do it doesn't mean it's it's well and how it affected so many other places in their life. Um, you also think about she gave the example of uh, feminine versus masculine nouns and other in other languages. Um, Yeah, like the like in German the, the the sun is considered feminine, right. whereas in um, Spanish. Spanish, it's masculine, and it's vice versa, you know. Right, and then that that gives way to stereotypical words. If you say the sun is, you know, Germans would say beautiful and, you know, elegant, right. da, 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 where Spanish-speaking people are more likely to say it is strong. strong. And, and, well, that had to do with the, the, the bridge, but same idea. Well, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. It, was, it was, yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, so you get you get what, <laughs> you get the opposite get of what now. beautiful and what like you know gorgeous would be for a guy would, like yeah it'd be energetic maybe. energetic or something yeah, yeah something like that we wouldn't consider to but it's just weird how different cultures see the feminine masculine of, of words right and the uh, um, English doesn't necessarily have um, masculine and feminine no. um, I feel like there are words that definitely are associated they're stereotypical for sure right. but they don't actually have that meaning behind them um so we're going to kind of touch on language and how that affects each age group um and kind of explain what that means i guess and how it how it affects um not just parents but the babies and people around them i guess mm-hmm. so for the newborn stage the language what <laughs> I mean, being a new parent, and you really weren't around a lot of babies, um, did you ever think that language to a newborn would be important? I mean, I guess, like, yes and no, because, like, obviously you don't want to startle the baby. Okay. (laughs) So, like, you want to make sure that you're talking to them in a very gentle tone. Okay. But, like, also... Yeah, that's different than me that you're such an ugly little man. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You look like a potato. Right. <laughs> you could say that and it not startle them or be mean. Right, yeah. Um, but, like, like yeah. Just like, go to sleep, you little 
<laughs> right, yeah, like you could yeah, you could say like quit being a little butthead like in the nicest way possible, which is, you know, something that I say daily. Fairly regularly. Um about our child and the dog. Um yeah. but uh it's um but yeah, you could say it in a way that sounds positive and it's not, but the words can also mean something completely different. Right. Um so yeah, no, I guess in my head it it did, but it didn't. Right. Cause, like, the actual physical words are not going to, like, they're not going to understand them for a while, so they're not going to be like, you can, you know, you can, yeah, like you say, you can call a kid a potato, you know, and the kid's just going to be looking at you like, yeah. <laughs> just like staring, like, you know, drooling at you. He made a face, so, so you guys can see him. So, like, uh, you know, but, yeah, and as they get older, then you want to start, you know, choosing your words carefully. <laughs> right. Not just from them repeating, but also, like, you know, we know from plants, like, you could, if you're evil and mean and talking mean to your plants, they die. But if you talk nice to them, they, they thrive. It's the same thing for babies, too. They catch on to your energy. Yeah. Um, even if you're going, you're a little butthead, please go to sleep. Um, they still kind of know that you're being caught, that they know that they're being caught a butthead. Now, our kid now, we're getting into toddler phase, is understanding the difference between funny and, like, more real. Um, yeah. And the volume of voice but the language behind it um is very it's very interesting because it's so much more intricate than what i've ever thought about cog like cognitive like consciously thought about um because we yeah. do just kind of talk and we're we don't think about it but when you actually think about what you say and how you say it there are connotations below it so if you say go to the right is it right because it's right or is it right because it's right mm-hmm like yeah right no, isn't correct right exactly um, yeah it, it, it but you don't think about it that way because it's right and left yeah. but left automatically would have the negative connotation but that's that way for so many words that we don't think about um it, and that also goes now we're going kind of into toddlerhood like i had never thought about i mean i've been around toddlers forever it's always don't touch that don't do that you're gonna get hurt don't run don't don't but did you know you're not supposed to say that? Oh, uh, no. You're supposed, instead of saying don't run, you say use walking feet. And I try to catch myself because if, if you think about it, yeah. if, if I tell you, don't think about a fire truck. Don't think about a fire truck. Don't think about a fire truck. Right. What are you thinking about? Fire truck. A fire yeah. truck. Same thing with when a kid is running or touching something they're not supposed to. Don't touch that. Right. Means I need to touch that because <laughs> you said touch that. Um, you said run, but they because that's all they hear. The don't run that does they can't really right. put that together. They understand don't and they understand run, but they heard you say run. Yeah. So they're gonna run. Um, I, but that's just one example. There's so many ways that language does like affect the child. No, yeah, it definitely does. Yeah, I mean you. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think I see it more as he's getting older, like the way he reacts to certain things. Um, but yeah, it's 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 weird how how it all how little things can change it yeah. in a big way. So our nephew on his side is into kidhood. Um, he's getting out of toddler um, and into kidhood. Yeah. Um, and how would you say that language is affecting him differently versus like Elijah's age? I think, I think that, um, you know, as we saw when he was here uh, last week, that um, 
when he gets frustrated or when when he um, you know just like when it, when I, when he's told no, right? He he gets annoyed, um, and so that's just something that he the way he reacts is different than you know if we tell Elijah no half the time he smiles at us. You know, so like he's he's so just cognitively being able to understand it. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's more of a what as you get older and they start to understand what those words means means mm-hmm. what those words means. Um, sorry, folks, I'm a little tired. Um, as they get older, they start to understand more how certain words change the tone of conversations. Right. And so, um, what would you say about emotional regulation between Elijah and? I mean, it's tough to say, because like... And how would language affect it, I guess is what the question would be. Yeah, I mean, our child's pretty even-keeled. Yeah. In terms of like, so far with his, um, with like his temperament. Yeah. You know, like we said, the screaming that he does now is not necessarily because he's angry, it's just because he's testing out his voice. Yeah, he's just Um, whereas with this, it could just, it's, it's more like a, you know, he, he's a very specific way he does things. Yeah. So if you don't do it the way he likes it, he's going to not be happy about it. Right. And that's just how kids are. I feel like I noticed, not even just with him, but with um, Lila, my, my niece, that she, the more you explain, it either is going to get more confused in their brain or they are going to understand more. So instead of saying, no, we're not going to the park today, you can say, the par- I mean, you can lie and say the park is closed, and then you can ask more questions, or you can still say, "No, we're not going to the park today because it's raining," and they understand that the par- you know that that there's a, that there's reason, a reason behind why. it that it's not just like you say things to them, right? And if you and for that specific example, they are able to regulate their emotion based off of external stimuli a little bit better because they were given more language to base it off of. If you right. just say, "No, you're just being mean, mommy." Um, mean, right. mean daddy. Um, so I think kidhood is the most interesting to look at when it comes to to language because they've built on skills that you've used since being a newborn. Um, and if you've used that same type of language from the beginning, there's no question about how they're going to react and respond because they already are given the tools yeah. um, to kind of fill in the pieces. Um, and that kind of goes back into our last episode where we were where I kind of said that there are things that I will I will fight to, to get done. He's going to have to get done with his homework. He's going to have to take a shower. But if he needs to do them in a different order or take longer to do so, because if he sits there and focuses for an hour, all of his stuff's going to be wrong. But if he does a problem every 20 minutes and they're correct, we're right. going to do it the better way. Yeah. Um, I, I just feel like go with the kid makes more sense. But language goes with that. Because if you are negatively... It's, it would be negatively reinforcing, but that's also the incorrect term because reinforcement means that the behavior keeps happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would be more like positive punishing um, things that you shouldn't um, with your words because they do start building their understandment, understanding of your words based off of what they hear daily. Yeah. Um, it, it sets the tone for how they'll do in school and how they'll do in other places. Um, just being able to have that ability to understand um, all of the things. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and then teens and language. Now, 
we don't have a teen. Um, <laughs> I have a teen-ish sister. I was going to um, say, I haven't been a teen for a long time. You're old. Um, but <laughs> I look at language now as their language is mostly online, and that's mm-hmm. a language I don't speak, um, and a language I don't understand. So it changes again from kidhood to teen, um, because they have to re- almost relearn a whole new language. Um because what you speak at home is not what you read online. Um, right, yeah. And no. it has such a different meaning. Um, yeah, no, and I, and I to, I can see that for me, like, even just in general, like, the way I text is def, is definitely different than the way I speak. Yes. Um, yes. You know, it's, it's, it's a common thing nowadays to have two different ways that you kind of communicate. Right. Um, yeah, there's, there's certain things that I'll say... Or there are certain things that I'll, I'll write in a text message that I would never say in real life because I'd sound like an idiot saying right. it. But saying it in text like form. Like LOL. Right. Yeah. Um, but like just like certain things. It's just like certain phrases and things like that. I won't yeah. say it, you know, in person because I'll sound like, I'll sound stupid. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's it's a different, it's it's weird how that things work nowadays. Yeah. Um, we're going to make this a whole episode about bodily autonomy, but I feel like it kind of goes in with language. Um using correct verbiage for genitalia and other things is right. such a big thing that it's so uncomfy. It is, it's so hard. Right, and that's something I think even just like, I mean, okay, we, we joke about it. Yes, I am older than Liv by a good amount of time. By five years. He's not like, I mean, it's, he, he didn't groom me or anything. Right, that's no. <laughs> but like five years is a big difference if you look at it from the perspective of, when she was born, I was going into kindergarten. Well, that and, like, you technology know. changed. When right, I was going exactly. into high school, I had a phone, but you didn't have one in high school, right? I did. I, it was just a very different type right. of phone. It wasn't I had a an smart, iPhone. I didn't yeah. get a smartphone until I was out of high school. Right. So, so, and I had it going into high school. Right, exactly. Which means I had social media going into high school right. where you didn't necessarily. I mean, like, we did. You had MySpace was, and stuff, We had right? MySpace and Facebook was still kind of in its But it wasn't really on your phone. No, no, no. That's no, what I'm no, saying. No, it's no, like exactly. I had it like literally going into yeah. school. Like I had I had a Snapchat. Yeah, you had to physically <laughs> go home and upload your profile pictures. Yeah. And like change them at home. And you had to wait all day <laughs> to, to go home and like, yeah, and, and, and get there. And so... Uh, those are the days of like when you if you accidentally press the internet button you exited out of it so quick you <laughs> press the end button so many thousands of times that you wouldn't parents wouldn't get paid like twenty dollars a second right um, but like growing up that wasn't something that like um, I thought of I mean I'm gonna be honest with you I can't tell you how many times I've heard somebody refer to it as a peepee. Yeah, we do it on accident a lot. I mean, we do it on accident, but at the same time, like, that's what it was growing right. up. But then also, like, somebody says, I gotta go pee-pee. Right. So, like, what do you what do you mean? Right. So, like, I gotta right. go, what? Like, yes. you know, yes. what, are you, what are you trying to say in this? So, it's like, it's like little things like that. I didn't think I'd ever actually be saying pee-pee on a podcast ever in my life. <laughs> so, that's new. Um, uh, sorry, Mom and Dad. Um, they haven't listened to these yet. Uh, they listen to them on the way to Disney. But, uh... But it's just funny, like, growing up, you don't think about that stuff, and you sure as heck didn't talk about the other genitalia. Oh, yeah. You know, when you were, if you were a boy or a girl, you just didn't talk about that stuff. No, and I'll, I'll tell a story that was told to me, because it was very real. Um, I had a friend who, who was a teen mom, um, and when she went to one of her groups, she said that one of the things that they really taught about was make sure you're using correct genitalia. And one of the girls in her group stood up and said, 
let me tell you why. Because as a kid, I was always told to call my vagina a cookie. And I kept saying to my mom that grandpa kept touching my cookie. And she wasn't grasping. She said, oh, I should get you another cookie. It's fine. Like, we'll, we'll get you another. It's not a big deal. We'll have another one tomorrow, whatever. It took another year or so for huh. her to be able to say no like this is what was happening to me um and then because people they you again it goes into the language if you're calling it your cookie or your whatever you're it, right and now i i don't know i don't rem- really remember it ever being referred to as anything as a kid yeah. also homeschooled not around anybody yeah. so i don't feel like that was ever something that yeah. my mom used so it's much more uncomfortable for me to use words like penis and vagina because it's not something right. that was very yeah. really and it is uncomfy it's hard because it's socially unacceptable to say those words for right. some reason i don't know yeah but i definitely didn't call it a cookie or anything right. my cousin yeah, yeah, yeah. did um and i do remember that but um yeah, I don't. I don't know why. Um, yeah, I. That, that, what you said reminded me of a story that I. I. I it's been circulating on Reddit and on TikTok mm-hmm. that I see um, fairly often. But it, it goes to um, instead of physical language, the language of symbols. Yes. So this this one TikTok, um, I'll see if I can find one and, and try and link it in yeah. the in the uh, in the show notes. But basically, this mom was talking about how she made a deal with her son that if. If they were having a, if they were not having a conversation physically at the moment, like through text, mm-hmm. if she ever received a random emoji right. from her son, that that meant that he was in some sort of situation that he felt uncomfortable, and she would, and she would come and get him. And in this situation, she had dropped her son off to a friend's house for a sleepover, mm-hmm. and she had already gone to bed. It was like you know, almost like two o'clock, or it was like a little after ten. She said. And she got just a picture of... Now, it's interesting. He chose the picture of a hot dog. Mm-hmm. You know, a hot dog bun. Um, and she had already been to sleep, so she knew it was something big. Because, like, right. he wouldn't have texted her if, you know. So she made up some sort of excuse. Like, she texted him back saying, like, hey, like, you didn't uh, unload the dishwasher, so um, pack your things up. I'm coming to get you now. And she went and got him, and... Turns out what had happened was the son said he was feeling very uncomfortable with his friend's grandfather. Mm -hmm. Like the grandfather was either saying things or something that he felt very uncomfortable and didn't want to stay there. Right. So it's little things like that, like that you don't realize that just if you make sure that you talk to your kids about what certain things mean. Yeah. That, because if that had just been, if she didn't talk to her son about uncomfortable situations and how to handle uncomfortable situations then he would have just been in that situation and something bad could have happened right and because she talked to her son and said hey you can let me know without using words yes and there's there's a safe way to do this so that you don't get hurt and we can get you out of there quick so it's interesting how nowadays in modern as we talk about how it's difficult for certain it's difficult for teens and young adults nowadays to explain themselves more because they've lived in such a world of like of symbols technology and symbols but in this case a symbol saved a kid from either whatever situation whatever situation that he was in well that goes into like secrets too um everybody's like you know well it's just our secret and i give him a cookie 
I don't ever want anybody to have secrets with Elijah for that reason. Because right. then you get put in a situation where maybe he goes over to a friend's house to spend the night, which he will never do. I'm never okay with that. They can come here. Um, <laughs> I just, I, nothing ever happened to me. I was always safe and there was yeah, always I've people involved. I, 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 don't, I, I could probably count on, no, I mean, I had people over my house plenty of times. So let me, re, let me take that back. But I do think I think more often I went over to people's houses. But you weren't really didn't think about it, especially as the right. kid. You were like, yeah. no, no, I'm just going to my friend's house. I also but really only had like now, a handful of friends that I. And would I'm sure your with. parents knew their parents and whatever. Yeah. But nowadays, how few people like talk to the other parents? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know the friends that used to come over to my house, their parents would just drop them off and didn't care. As a parent now, never. Oh right. no, I will be going to many a dates at their houses and, and for before he goes to a play date by myself. I, I just I don't I don't trust people and I and where we live in such a corrupt world um, that I mean it's always been corrupt, but I feel like nowadays it's just you hear about it so much more often. Um, he won't be alone, <laughs> um, and even other kids can be perpetrators. It's not just an adult thing. Uh, but the secrets, you know, it starts out with. Uh, don't tell mom and dad and you hand them a cookie and they walk away and that's a secret that they're keeping so the whole thing the whole thing with secrets like it starts with you know it, it starts with that little bit the here's a cookie that ends well just come in here it'll be a secret you know i mean let me tell you a secret right um and i catch myself doing it because even though i hate the idea of secrets i catch myself telling lila like it's a secret and i'll say it loud enough to where kelsey can hear but i still right. like after I say it, I'm like, nope, no secrets. We're not doing secrets. Go tell mom I said this so that she knows that it should never be a secret. Um, it's hard because especially with kids, it's like, it's just our secret. It's a lollipop. But it really does when you look at um, people who groom children, um, that's how they start is it's a secret. And if secrets are okay in any aspect, of course, that's how we're tying back the language. And the secret is okay because we're just keeping the secret from daddy that we went to Target. Um that it's a secret and it's okay that, you know, Uncle whatever, uh, Uncle Smith, it brought you into a room by himself, you know? Yeah. So it just, it, it snowballs because that's how, that's how, you know, predators you, prey. You, yeah, I mean, if you use a certain word in the wrong context, it loses its, under, it loses its definition. Yes. It loses its power. Yes. So if you're, if you're taking a word and minimizing what it means, then later on down the road it's not going to mean anything to you when somebody you know says it to you yeah yeah so i don't know guys this is an all over the place kind of episode <laughs> um but language it's very important um think about it before you speak which is very hard to do it's right. slowing down and thinking about the, your connotation of your word whether you meant it or not um and it's a really interesting thing to think about. Instead of saying "don't run," maybe say "walk slower." Um, but that that goes to all of your aspects of life. You know how you speak to each other versus your children too shouldn't be much different. Um, I feel like that's a learning curve that I'm trying to make. Is it's you know speaking more fully and more concise. Not necessarily more concise. You can use all the words you want, but more meaningful words behind it mm. versus just you know the the surface level yeah no for sure i mean it's 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 important that people understand 100 percent what you're trying to say and like where you're coming from because you know things get lost in communication all the time and people think you know 
you know, they think you're mad when you're not actually mad or like, you know, they, they, you know, or that you're upset. Um, you know, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's important that you, your words are used in the correct way in the correct form so that people know what's happening and you're not confusing people. Yep. And that you're teaching babies young, like from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's important that they know from the beginning because if they know from the beginning, then it'll be easy to keep them going in the future instead of having to relearn what something means. Right. After all those years, like of, of knowing it one way. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, no, we can't say that anymore. Right. You know, they're gonna, it's going to take them a while and it could do more damage than, than you realize. Yeah. So it's important to... And honestly, it's not the end of the world if they say penis and vagina. <laughs> this is a really little aside, but... Right, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's like... <laughs> Didn't you, did you ever play the game penis in high school where people just... Like, yes, 100%, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I've, I've played it. I was never good at it because I'm awkward as hell. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it was definitely something that we played um, for sure. Um, I've played it in places that were not just school. Uh, um, yeah. So, uh, but, um, but yeah, so it, it's, it's interesting for sure. Like we'll put that Ted talk in there. Um, yeah. Listen to it. Let's talk about it. Cause um, it's, it's definitely interesting how she kind of shows things, you know, you, you, you'd think like you kind of know at this point how different people are and how languages are different, but it still gives you a lot of insight on how things um on how things can be um conceived or yes. perceived not conceived <laughs> um either way so um yeah um i know that was yeah like it's just kind of an all over the place episode right, especially because of our child yeah our child's been a little restless um and our dogs being weird it's probably the ghost i don't know yeah so we're um, just we're just kind of we're gonna get, go ahead and cut it probably <laughs> um like cut off this episode that way you get a little bit of a intro into our life when our brains are fried um yeah and we'll say sayonara for now because otherwise he, i don't i feel like we're uh, chancing uh fate with the child we try to go anymore yeah no yeah i think i think at this point we're uh we're really uh i'm tapping out we're really pushing it so um but yeah, let us know what you guys think. Um, we'll put that TED Talk in there for sure and yeah. try to get whatever links we talked about in there. But uh, Email us, yourguest.mine, right? Yes. Yes, yourguest.mine at gmail.com. Yes, yourguest.mine at is the email. Let us know what you think. Give us any funny stories or anything you feel about how language affects your everyday life. Yes. So uh, be safe, guys. Have a great week, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. All information provided in the show will be cited in the show notes. Your Guess is As Good as Mine is edited by Olivia McDonald. Your Guess is As Good as Mine is a Sean and Olivia McDonald production.